0: Locked Talk Radio.
1: Sometimes your thoughts will come and go Try to clear your mind The confusion won't let you know That deep inside there's a sacred place Where all uncertainty can be I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. But right now I need to heal myself well, just like a brood bed that runs so deep. I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity.
0: Good morning. This is Sunday Mornings with Enlightenism, and I am your co-host, Enlightenment teacher and consciousness practitioner, Carolyn Kelly. And I would like to welcome you to our Sunday morning broadcast service and let you know that opening song is called Enlightenism. And if you listen very carefully to the words of that song, the words of the song speak to what enlightenism is, what it does and how it works. In this moment, I want to thank and acknowledge you, the listening audience, both domestic and international, for tuning in to Sunday Mornings with Enlightenism. Enlightenism is a new way to think and live. Enlightenism is for everyone, and it is especially for individuals seeking a new way to think and live using a new system of thought. And the way we move into a new system of thought is to unlearn those beliefs and values that have rendered us ineffective in our own life. On this path, you've come to know that you have everything that you will ever need for the journey. As you move into Enlightenism, allow yourself to know that it is important to understand that you are unlearning the old conditioning patterns and are now establishing yourself as victim free. Allow yourself to know that this new system of thought is your connection with the divine. The wholeness in you And that it is Sanko And when you know this, you stop using the woven patterns of education, history, tradition, religion, race, and societal misinterpretations and misrepresentations into your beliefs and values. You take responsibility for your beingness. And you walk into each moment of your life knowing that you are whole, perfect and complete, and have everything that you will ever need for the journey. You are an enlighteness, knowing that all your moment-to-moment activity is moving and being in a new system of thought, which is faceless, formless, and colorless. And in those moments, you reveal the greater I within. Now each Sunday morning of my life, it is my joy and an accepted responsibility to deliver useful moment-to-moment living insights. My intention for All insights is to demonstrate how you can understand that Enlightenism is a clean, clear, creative, and usable philosophy and how you can apply it to everything in your moment-to-moment living. Now, before I begin my insights, I want to remind you that this broadcast And all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Apple, and Google. By typing or speaking into your device, Malcolm Kelly, Blog Talk Radio. Now each week, Brother Malcolm writes a new blog. And this week's blog is How to Create a Powerful Mind. And I would recommend that you all go to Malcolm Kelly Blog Talk Radio and read this very, very powerful blog. Now this Sunday, I will share insights. And those insights are going to be on asking questions based on Brother Malcolm's blog, How to Create a Powerful Mind. My question is this. How do you create a powerful mind? How do you create a powerful mind? Are you able to go beyond the information given to you by others regarding politics, history, race, status, education, judgments, family, religion, and society? What creates wholeness in your life, in your living, in your being, and in your thinking? How do you define wholeness? In Brother Malcolm's blog, he starts out by saying, and I quote, I know a place free of pain this place is Enlightenism, unquote. In our living, in our living as enlightened, it is powerful in your day-to-day walk to understand how to create a powerful mind. And we get these notions or we gather the information on those things that are acceptable, that we have accepted. One must want to be out of pain. As Brother Malcolm says, I know a place free of pain. That is what Enlightenism is all about. And when we accept that as a part of understanding who we are, when we accept that we are born whole, perfect, and complete, and we don't need anyone else to complete us, we can then begin to understand the power that we were born with. When we can accept that we have everything that we will ever need for the journey, there is no reason to go and get clearance with others as we so often do when we're in pain. What I know is when you're in enough pain, there is a way out. Many years ago, I didn't accept there was a way out of pain. So the words in Brother Malcolm's blog would have landed on deaf ears. I was busy going to business seminars, to church, and motivational seminars because I thought this was the only way out. The more pain that I experienced in my personal and professional life, the more I would cater to outside influences to get me out of pain. Moreover, I had not accepted that I was in pain. So therefore, I wasn't looking for a way out. I was busy continuing with victim consciousness, simply piling more victim beliefs on top of what was already there. it's like someone asking you to implement, to implement a plan and you don't know how to begin. We must first acknowledge where and who we are to get out of pain. We must understand what caused that pain so that we began to look for an independent way out of the pain, which is what Enlightenism offers. We start with the notion of opening up what is already there. That is, when something hurts, we don't want it to hurt. When something bothers us, we really don't want it to bother us. We look for a solution. But you don't look for a solution in the pain to stay in the pain. You look for a solution out of the pain. So the question that I started with, how do you create a powerful mind? Are you able to go beyond the information given to you by others? That is what this broadcast allows a way out of pain a way to save your life this is a healing broadcast this is not just a theory that brother malcolm and i put forth this is something that we practice in our moment-to-moment living so that i am not caught in the victim mode not by anyone else but by myself, understanding who I am when I'm alone and when I am feeling those pains that I don't want to feel, understanding who I am aware of being, which is a question that Enlightenism asks. Whenever you're in turmoil with the self, ask yourself, who are you aware of being? understanding that you have the power to heal yourself as i say in the enlightenism affirmation and acceptance i have the power to heal myself of the pain that i have caused myself as an enlightenment teacher and a consciousness practitioner i know of a new way to think and live because i know how to create a powerful mind. And this will continue until time is no more for me. And now it's time for our Enlightenism affirmation and acceptance. I'd like you to take a deep breath and hold it. And now release it very slowly through the mouth and repeat after me our enlightenism, affirmation, and acceptance. In this moment, and in every moment of my life, I overcome the pain in my life. I awaken to the greater power within me. I am seated at the table In my own life, I have the power to heal myself of the pain that I have caused myself. I am free of the information given to me by others. I take responsibility for my life. I accept the truth about me. I was born whole, perfect, and complete. My vision of life is clarity. It is from a faceless, formless, and colorless view. My wakefulness is the unconditioned consciousness of being. My life and activity are the practice of unconditioned consciousness. I accept that I have everything I will ever need for the journey. My journey is enlightenism, and that is the journey home. And now, I give you the Enlightenism prophet and creator of a new system of thought for those seeking a new way to think and live, Brother Malcolm.
2: Uh, I'm not you, hearing you. I'm having some problems with uh, with my connection, but uh, <clears throat> anyway, great, great insights. I want to thank you for those insights and for those wonderful Thanks. words. If you captured the all. Very well. Thank you. Thank you. You know, when working on yourself with enlightenment, it is sometimes challenging to get through the, the rough spots, but the rough spots, as I say in the blog, the bumps are the ones that are letting you know you're letting go right
0: absolutely absolutely yeah. uh one of the one of the things uh we sometimes want is a smooth transition all the way through uh but it is about understanding moment to moment living and you work out the rough spots in those moments
2: agree agree. you're absolutely correct wonderful 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 insights Keep up the good work, which I know you Thank will. You. Will do. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm Brother Malcolm coming to you live from the Enlightenment Zone. I trust you can hear me now. Uh, okay. I am greater than I that I created. I'm sharing some insights today on the power of the enlight of enlightenment, the power of consciousness to get into under to share some insights on understanding this great power that I talk about, which is consciousness, and consciousness is the awareness of being. You tune in to the Powers of Mind Hour, Sunday Morning of Insights, A New Way to Think and Live. I'm Brother Malcolm, your host, coming to you live from the of Zone. I want to welcome all of you in the United States and around the world to the broadcast Is changing how we think and live. Today, I am going to dig deeper into consciousness and how your awareness of being determines your actions. But more specifically, I'm going beyond spiritual limitations today. I call them spiritual religious limitations placed upon the the consciousness by the least of values that you receive from others. I want to talk about this God-like mind and to make a real distinction between God and King James' version of God and Jesus' and King James' version of Jesus so that there is a clearer distinction here that what you read in the biblical scriptures is a version of another person. They are not the authentic, original thinking. They are things that another person in this case, King James, wanted you to know of what he thought it meant, the original scriptures. Part of the thinking here for those who have been enslaved to believe that the only way you can get freedom and discover God is to read what King James has said of our God and Jesus. And that's not true. You have a power in you of unconditioned consciousness, which is the consciousness of the creator of the universe that created you. It remains in you throughout your journey on this planet. It's accessible to you if you're willing to let go of the beliefs and values that you receive from others. If you're willing to let go and travel on the road to enlightenment. Case in point, here's a biblical scripture. I'm paraphrasing somewhat, but it's in John, and John is the last of the synoptic gospel writers. The synoptic writers of the gospel, you know Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Well, his scripture's a little different than the other three, and he and he says with uh, in John that Jesus is saying to his disciples, talking to them. He said, Verily, 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 I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. In quotation. Well, these are the greater works that I'm talking about here. I'm talking about doing the greater works. I'm talking about the works, the authentic works, it comes from the power within you. These are the greater works that come forth in this century, in this generation, to say to you that you have this power within you. It's unfiltered in its natural form. Would you allow yourself to believe in yourself and believe that this power is within you? Then you stop being a slave to someone else's interpretation. Someone else is interpreting. You have a king of England interpreting the biblical scriptures
0: of the Hebrew
2: people, of the Jewish people, and, and then, so that that alone should tell you something. It should tell you something that someone else is is, is, is switching things around or changing things. It's aversion. It's a version. A version means. Some, a copy of, an interpretation of, you have the real thing within you. And the real thing is, is that you are colorless faces and formless and consciousness These are the greater works. And who would have thought that someone who is supposed to be a descendant of a slave would be able to have the audacity to say, these are the greater works. These are the greater works that the man spoke about, the man interpreted, the man wrote about. Because it, 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 it reminds me of of, of, of the, the movie Birth of a Nation, where the character in it was, 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 was talking about that he is now, they've taught him the scriptures, and he's taught in the scriptures where he was not, that child was not supposed to take these things anymore because he had all of this godlike power. And the interpreters of the people that had taught him the world, it didn't. The scriptures don't really mean that because you are slain. And you don't have that kind of power. If you have to ask yourself today, do you believe? Do you believe that someone that looks like you can have great power? Do you believe someone else that looks like you now, that looks like you in the world? That this person, you, someone like you, can do greater works. Can you do greater works? Do you believe it? And I would say to, them, to the millions of billions of people on this planet, no, you don't believe it. Because you have not discovered, until you discover this power for yourself, you think it's impossible. Because you become enslaved to an interpretation about this great power. A misinterpretation, I may add, that, that someone else is putting forth to enslave others. To, to accept this is the only way to think and live. This being the way that he is interpreted, the way that he has written it, written, written the, 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 the scriptures in interpretation. This is the only way. This is the only way. And I've had people, friends of mine, I've had people with all types of so-called degrees and so forth argue with me and to say that they would deny their own, their own objectivity, their own knowledge to say, one person told me every word in the Bible came from God. It was written by God. Every word. So I believe every word in it the way that it is written because that's the word of God. And I said, well, human beings wrote it. Yeah, but God told them what God had their hand. God had the words that God gave them the words to write. And they keep going forward with this uh, uh, dialogue in terms of belief just to say that every word in the Bible came from God. And then we'll tell you, if you have a discussion, which I have with many others, saying I only believe in the King James Version. I don't believe in any other Bible that you come forth with. The only Bible that is holy, the only Bible that is the work of God is the King James Version talking to you about African American people who will just argue very fervently and adamantly that this this is the way it originated because someone told them. My mama told me this my grandmother told me this my grandfather. Somebody told them that this is the truth. And therefore it has been passed on from one generation to the next. It's like we hold that all of these truths are self-evident and all being are created equal. If someone reads that and they interpret it and pass it on from one generation to the next, and then it becomes like a, a, a mathematical axiom. You know, you no longer you no longer question it because you accept you accept the truth that's been validated by someone else. So there's no need for you to go back and validate. This is not mathematics. It's not mathematics. We're talking about consciousness. We're talking about the human consciousness of the human mind and a desire to move beyond the limitations of one man. We cannot allow ourselves to believe in the interpretation of someone else that that the great power of God discriminates against people because of their race that somehow we're all supposed to be discriminated against and God wants us to be slaves because some humans decided to conquer physically and mentally people. And this is somehow ordained by God and the biblical scriptures and that God is somehow going to allow us to sit here on this planet and suffer through generations and generations And then at some unknown time after we're dead, it's going to come and get us and raise us up from the graves and the oceans and everything else and carry us back with this person to heaven. I'm going to take a quick commercial break and I will be right back. take back up on this power and we're getting some old I'll be back in a... you're
0: listening to brother Malcolm Kelly's powers of the mind hour a healing of the mind broadcast on blog talk radio subscribe to the healing of the mind broadcast and become a supporter of enlightenism learn how to use the inner mind power of enlightenism enlightenism empowers you to create a New Way to Think and Live. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm Kelly's Enlightenism books from Amazon or go to his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Browse and purchase. You'll be glad you did.
2: Okay, welcome back. On back back with Sunday Morning Enlightenism Insights. I'm Brother Malcolm, your host for today. Dealing with the power of enlightenment, the power to create a powerful mind. Making a distinction between what others have said and the great power that you discover for yourself and the power you have to create a God-like mind. And to understand that if you are going to believe in the scriptures, the biblical scriptures, believe in the part that makes you great. Believe in the part that says you can do better you can do greater things than have already been done in the world. That gets you to become motivated and inspired to think of yourself. Think of yourself that you are not an abandoned person. You are not an abandoned spirit here on this planet with no ability to decipher, to distinguish anything for yourself. For you to believe in the contradictions, in the teachings that you have already received from someone else, to tell you that you are going to be placed in the ground, and you're going to stay there until someone unknown, time thousands of years later, comes back and gather all of the people up, and this new heaven is going up to your own earth. Because someone had a dream about it. No, we have to take. You have to think about your life now. You have to think about that if you're going to make some distinctions, you can't have it both ways. You're either in the ground when you leave the funeral home, you leave the chapel, they place you in the ground, you're either there, your essence is either there or it's in the sky. It cannot be in both of the places because then it becomes a contradiction in what you know to be a fact about reasoning. You cannot look up to the sky and think that your relatives are there. I cannot look up in the sky and believe that my mother and my father are in the sky and by the same token go and try to put flowers around a grave site. What is going on with my mind? Well, what's happening to my mind is I'm falling prey to a belief system that's been passed on for generations, a traditional way to think and live. That's what's happening in your life when you do things like that and and to wake up and you feel the bumps on the road of letting go, the bumps that you don't want to deal with, because you think that once you claim that I am dealing with enlightenment, it's a smooth path. The road is smooth. The road only becomes smooth when you roll over the bumps, the hills and the valley. You move through all of that. Then you get to the smooth road. But at that road, on that path, you know for a fact that the greater power is within you. You are beyond all of the misinterpretation and the confusion. You are now at the point of seeing the world clearly. So you're not you're not dealing with all of the darkness anymore. You're not you you move beyond you move beyond that mindset. And when you move beyond that mindset of understanding that the greater power is within you, then you can do something about your life. If you choose to, but you have to want this. You have to desire to be free. You have to be. You have the desire to see clearly. You have to have the desire to know that the greater power is within you, and this great power within you is greater than the misinformation that you've been using from others. So you you have you have to know this for yourself. And if you can never know this for yourself, then you're just going to be stuck. You're going to be stuck with someone else's version. I am not asking you to accept my version of anything. I am saying to you, as I said in the blog, I know a place free of pain. This place is enlightenment. So when you tire of pain, discover enlightenment. Enlightenism is unconditioned consciousness. With this power, you're greater than the victim's mindset. It's the power to create a new way to think and live. A victim lives in a world of illusions, a world of confusion. When the mind is free of confusion, the doubts and fears disappear. Don't resurrect them. Check out the blog, How to Create a Powerful Mind. Why am I doing the work? Why am I sharing the work? The same reason that anyone else has ever had insight, shared the work. Same reason Jesus shared the work. Same way the Buddha. Same way any human being who discovers something of value within yourself, you desire to share it with someone else. Someone said, "Well, do you think?" Someone asked uh, someone the other not too long ago. This this Malcolm, he is a. uh, This this Malcolm, he is a. uh... Something about your, about the work that you're doing. I'm coming back to another form here. Discover something for yourself, then you can understand that the greater power is within you, and the greater power within you gives you the power to understand that you are greater than the person that you have created. Am I a prophet? I am who I am. I am a man who is doing work on himself to discover this greater power that I am talking about. I am someone who knows the difference between someone's version of something and the authentic document itself or documents itself. I know what a version is. A version is an interpretation of something else something original, something that hasn't been ter- tampered with. I have that much understanding. I have enough understanding to know that I am not a victim. I have enough understanding to know that I am not relegated at birth to be a victim. I have enough sense to know that I when I discover this power for myself, I can do great things in my life. And when I do great things in my life, I elevate my mind to go beyond the confusion. I reach a place within myself where I dare and to understand myself even further. I say that my consciousness is what determines my awareness of being, and my consciousness can be cleansed of everything that is in it, if I am willing to do the work to cleanse myself to go beyond all of this confusion that people have, have, have taught me and I have believed in until I discover an alternative way to think of myself. But I believe all of the things. So I believe that I didn't have the right to identify myself with being powerful. I didn't even have that right. So you have had people for generations believing they do not have the right to be god-like in consciousness. They do not have the right to go beyond the teachings of Jesus Christ. They don't have the right to expand upon it, change the interpretations from others so that you can see that that's not what it was meant by his work in the world. He wasn't in the world just to say to everyone, I am the last word and nobody else can say anything, that I am the only one that has access to this great power. The man talked about that whenever someone gets access to the greater power, they can do even greater things than he did if, if they desire to go to the next level. There wouldn't, wouldn't be any need for him to tell his disciples, I'm going away, but I'll, I'll, I'll ask the Father to send you the comforter. Well, what, what is the need to send for someone else, ask someone else to come in the world, if that's the last word? That's what I'm saying to you today. I'm saying to you today, you are alive today because the creator in you is alive and continues to live, available for you to get insights and the, the limitations of your insights for the limitless of your insights come from your willingness to go beyond where you are today and discover this power. You don't know what insights are going to become available to you, what your work is about. But if you put self-imposed limitations on your consciousness, which we do, or which we did, and many continue to do, then you cannot discover anything that I'm talking about. You cannot discover why you're here. You still think that you must worship other people because someone told you that. And the slaves have, have, have come forth with an ideology that they needed to pass on to, to others that this is the way you should think and live. And that's not who we are. We are whole, perfect, and complete, <coughs> colorless faces and formless, And I say to you, I know a place where you're free of pain. This place is within your consciousness. Consciousness is enlightenment. There is a place within you of unconditioned consciousness that's greater than the pain in your life. And I encourage all of you that are willing to do something in your life to trust this power, do the work within your mind, so that you can get the insights to know why you are here. Why are you here? Did you just get here and wake up, and you don't know what you're doing, but you're trying to do everything that you have been taught to do to be obedient to the laws of the human beings that taught you, to the gods that taught you, the obedience to the teachers at the disservice of your own spirit growth, your own growth in consciousness, your own inability to see and discern things that are happening in your world because you are too afraid to question things in your own life. That's what this broadcast is about. So that you get to a place where you go beyond it and you stop allowing other people to tell you about the power in you that you haven't discovered yourself. And now you're using their interpretation about the power in you, which you haven't discovered for yourself, so the power can tell you that you are greater than the person that you're aware of being. I'm Brother Malcolm lighting it up. I'll be back on the air with you Sunday. No, I'll be back on the air tomorrow, Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for another exciting broadcast on how to create a powerful mind. I trust these Sunday Morning and Insights have reached a point within you to at least inspire you, to provoke you, to go within yourself, to seek some answers for yourself, even if it's just to have discerned some understanding about life itself and your life and the greater power and your belief system. That's a beginning. Thank you, Sister Carolyn, for being my co-host today. Have a great day and I'll see all of you tomorrow on the radio at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Brother Carl Dietrich is going to sing a theme song. Enlightenment
1: the will come and go. Try to clear your mind. With that The world was very small, well, well, just like a secret you.